everybody and welcome to the bonus podcast for episode 443 of Conversation Street. I am Michael. I'm Gemma, she but I'm Ge- irrelevant. She is, Gemma is completely irrelevant to this podcast today. Yep. She's barely going to be in it. Yep. She's going to be in the main one, of course, but not in this, because this is not a normal podcast. This is an interview podcast. We've got a special guest from Coronation Street. Well, ex-Coronation Street. Very sad to say. Ex-Coronation Street actress, not ex-Coronation Street, and then an actress who's in it. <laughs> Yeah, it's Matilda Freeman, everybody, Yay! who played Summer Spellman up until very recently, but has yeah. decided to move on to Cobbles New. Well, yes. maybe Cobbles, who knows we what her next... Know. We don't know. We know that she's got something in the pipeline, but she didn't tell us what it is. But she maybe tells us... Maybe there's an exclusive bit of information in about where she's going. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Well, you have to find out, because I spoke to her a couple of days ago. Um, it was on Bonfire Night, and I was. Uh, we realised... Just before we started recording, that there may be fireworks going off in the background, but I don't think there was. I don't know. Who cares? Um, this Some is, people probably care. This is me talking to Matilda about what it was like being somewhere on Coronation Street for the past three and a half years, why she's decided to leave, and um, I just had and wonderful, wonderful time chatting with her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So lie listen. back, sit back, stand back, whatever you're doing, listen to this, enjoy, and here it is. Recently, Curry fans were shocked to hear the news that Matilda Freeman has moved on from the street, and today she's here with me to speak about her decision to leave and what it's been like to bring a little summer to the cobbles for the past three and a half years. Matilda, thank you for joining me today. That's okay. I was really gutted to hear the news that you were leaving the street uh, just recently. What's what's made you decide to leave? Um, well, Curry was amazing. Can I just first say it's mm. um, it was a really really great place to work, but um, the main reason was because. Corrie was exclusive, which is basically when you're in it, you can't go and audition for anything else or do any other kind of work. Yeah. And throughout my time there, especially kind of, I want to say, on my last year there, possibly a bit earlier on, I was getting contacted for other projects and I'd got an audition for Stranger Things. Really? Yeah. Wow. And um, I could do the audition, but I couldn't go any further with it. And I loved Corrie and didn't want to sort of replace anything with it. But it was more um, sort of after my first year, I wasn't used as much. And I probably would have had time to go and shoot something for a month or a few weeks because I wasn't being used. Mm. But I couldn't because of like the exclusivity of it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So has it been something you've been considering for a while then? Um, yeah, I suppose, I mean, I was only, my manager said that two years or possibly three is kind of enough because I'd done other jobs before and I wanted to go and do other jobs afterwards as well. Mm. Um, I wanted to keep growing and keep doing other roles. And also I think Corey weren't really doing very much with Summer because she was at, she's actually meant to be 17. And I'm 16, but I look like 13. I look really young. And that was kind of holding the writing back because they could write storylines for a 17-year-old character, but a lot of people were like, oh, but she's only 15 or she's only 14. But, I mean, I was meant to be older, but it's good they've cast Harriet because she's 22. Mm. So she'll be able to do loads and loads of stuff. And it'll work, so, yeah. Yeah. So how did the people at Corrie react when you said you wanted to go? You know what? They were fine, to be honest. Oh. Um, they 
didn't really have much planned for summer, but they wanted to um, recast because they wanted to keep the character. Yeah. But they said it was a pleasure to work with me, and I loved working with everybody. So it was very just sort of a mutual friendliness, I suppose. <laughs> mm. Was that hard breaking the news to some of the your colleagues at the show that you have yeah, been working with? Some of my because I'm closest probably with Alex Bain who plays Simon we're like best yeah. friends oh. I remember when I told him and he was really really upset but we now stay in contact and we still text like every day so <laughs> yeah and I know that hopefully our paths will cross again so oh sure yeah <laughs> so the last scenes that I think I remember you being in was the ones for Paul's birthday is that right yeah yeah so was that weird filming those scenes knowing that they'd be your last well, I didn't know. That's the thing, I didn't oh. know. Because basically, after I'd filmed them, my character had been temporarily written out while they kind of focused on Billy and Todd and Paul and their kind of storyline. Mm. And then in November, I was going to come back in and say, oh, I've been at my grandma's house. Yeah. But I told them, it was after I filmed that, I think it was a few weeks after I filmed that, I, I gave them notice that I wanted to leave. And for them, it would be easier for me to have gone already and then somebody else to come in rather than having me written out, then come back, then written out again. Yeah. So I was kind of told, okay, that was your last, those were your last scenes. Mm. So I, I didn't know. Mm. Yeah. So did, did you get a chance to like go back and say a proper goodbye to everybody? No, I didn't. I mean, I texted, um, I texted Alex, I texted Dan, Millie who plays Kelly and I texted, um, a woman called Rachel her daughter is Bella and she plays Hope on the show because oh, we yeah. were quite close so I texted everybody but I didn't really get to say a proper one which is kind of sad really but there yeah, it is yeah so do you think you'll it'll be it'll be the likes of Alex that you'll miss the most then yeah definitely oh, well, I, just, and, I hope, um, you, hope you pass yeah. across again <laughs> yeah and Molly I was really close with Molly who played Nina and Julia yeah just, Good group of people. <laughs> that, that's acting, I suppose, isn't it? Often you yeah. move from from group to group when you got. Because you get really close, and then it's just okay. It's done now. And yeah. Most of them you never really see. Yeah. So, how have you found the fan reaction to the news that you're leaving? It's actually been really good. I thought people were going to be mad at me or I'd be like, oh my God, she's awful. But <laughs> most people were like, oh, supportive. I mean, there's been like a handful of people who've been like, well, she won't get an another job in the next millennium and like oh she's just awful but I've already got another job so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I don't I don't really pay attention if you read the bad stuff if you believe the good stuff then you have to believe the bad stuff so just don't really look at it (laughs) (laughs) I think that's for the best I think it honestly some people can be so horrible online can't they but I'm, I'm glad to hear that the majority was positive and wishing you well so let's yeah. let's go back. Let's let's talk about when you joined the show about three and a half years ago. So you were twelve when you first started, weren't you? What what were you, what do you remember about what it was like going for the part? Well, I had the the audition came through, and I went to the ITV studios, and I'd learnt the script. It was it was the scene I did with Dan and Bruno in the restaurant where I was talking about how my character doesn't like believe in heaven and isn't sure if God exists, but it was mm. just between me and Billy. And I went and did the audition with Katie, who was the casting director, and I did the scene, and then... She, when I was done, she came down the stairs with me and went straight to my mum and said, oh, by the way, there'll be recalls, <laughs> so you should come straight away. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it was quite sudden. Yeah. 
and then I was down to the final five, I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember this girl thought I was really weird <laughs> at the audition because <laughs> we were in the waiting room. And when I'm nervous, I act so weird. I was singing Be Our Guest, and she <laughs> thought I was the weirdest person. It was so funny. But anyway, um, and I did a chemistry read, so, like, filmed it with the crew, and I did, like, um, a read on the set with all the props and everything and I did that with Dan Mm. and that was really fun and then I walked out to leave to go in the car park and then this runner came after us and was like (gasps) they want to see you again I was like okay so I walked back in and then they wanted me to do it again so I did it again and then on when I was on holiday in Madeira was it Madeira? I think it was Madeira yeah, um, I found out, and I was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> Amazing. That must have been incredible finding out that that you got the part because it on such a big show. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so when when you were going for the audition, um, how how was Summer described to you? What was she supposed to be like? Was there something they were particularly going for? Well, then. Kate Oates, who's this person, Cory, she actually told my mum that the character was based on. Lisa Simpson. Ah. So she was quite um, quick-witted, very, very clever, quite sarcastic in ways, but quite emotional, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and they originally were going to have her to be mixed race, but um, they ended up casting me, so yeah. I suppose <laughs> they changed their mind. Yeah. So would you say that, I mean, are you like that in real life? Are you, are you similar to Summer? No. <laughs> Go on, tell, no, tell us how um, not. Well, I can put it this way, like, I'm probably more like Mary. <laughs> um, she's quite academic. Yeah. I'm very, like, artsy. Yeah. And she's quite sensible and quite mature. I mean, I can be mature when I need to be, but I'm quite silly and I'm quite bouncy. Um, and I'm really clumsy, like, really clumsy, like... It's kind of embarrassing. Um, but yeah, I'm not like her, but it's, it was fun to play yeah. a character who was so different. She's like my mum. Oh, I see. Like, she's so much like my mum, so... <laughs> Is it, had you played characters similar to Summer before? Um, I don't know, really. Um, I wouldn't say. The characters I've played before, I've done a lot of sort of sci-fi-y kind of stuff before, like people sort of covered in blood and killing people. Um... <laughs> And, so, yeah. and how old were you when you were doing that? Um, nine, ten, something <laughs> like that. I had one. I had. I did this film once where I had to. I had like a knife. I had to cut my own face. Oh my gosh! And then I had to bang my own head against the table because I was this like little psychopath. It yeah. was. It was really great fun actually. <laughs> I need to find a copy of that. I do. So, um, was was being in Korea a particular ambition of yours, or I mean, had you even watched it before? I hadn't seen it. My my nan and my granddad they were massive fans. Yeah. My nan she passed away a couple of years ago, but she got to chaperone me round on a few days, which was nice because she got to meet everybody. Mm. But I'm generally I don't really watch TV. Like it's nothing against Korea. I just I don't watch TV. Yeah. I watch films. I saw a really good film on Saturday. But anyway, um. Yeah, so I hadn't seen it, but I knew how big it was and I knew how well-received it was because I had friends who would be like, oh, I can't call right now, I'm watching Corrie. And I was like, whoa, this is like a massive part of so many people's lives. So 
it was exciting to get like knowing how big it was despite not seeing it. Yeah, so I suppose you weren't that that would have helped in a way that you weren't starstruck when you when you went there because you didn't know who they were necessarily. <laughs> yeah. I mean I got starstruck once, but oh Who was that? that? Was Go on. You gotta tell us. Um that. so Sophie Thompson did um a few episodes. Yeah. Um she's but Sophie was in Harry Potter and she's Emma Thompson's sister. And I remember being in the cafeteria just eating my food you know living the life <laughs> and she walked in and she was dressed like a hippie which is how I dress so I was like oh my god she's like me <laughs> and I saw her and she was like I was like oh my god and I started crying <laughs> and I was like oh my god that's Sophie Thompson and Victoria who plays Angie yeah she was sat next to me she was like quick I'll take a picture with her in the background I was like no that's creepy <laughs> Oh, but brilliant. yeah and then after I got to meet her and she gave me a hug and she smelled really nice that's so random but <laughs> she was really nice oh good so um how, how did how did your your gram feel when she she heard that you got the part considering that she was such a big Cory fan my my mum texted my nan and she was like um Matilda got the part and she went oh my god like that was literally all she said mm. and she was like excited but like nervous but um when, because I told my mum was like, oh my god, this is going to be so much stress, and my dad was like, oh my god, and my brother didn't care, but that's brothers, I suppose. <laughs> um, and fun fact about, oh, this is kind of embarrassing as well, but the day I found out, because I was on holiday, yeah. um, we had like a little apartment room, and there was a balcony, and my dad and my brother were in the room next door, and they had a balcony, and there was a wall separating them, mm. but there was a little slit at the end of the wall where you kind of see around and to tell my dad I tried to fit through the wall like get around the wall and I told him but then I got stuck (laughs) you know in a wall so that was a bit traumatic but I I survived I lived thank goodness for that (laughs) yeah so what what was uh what was the first day on set like then um, I remember my mum and my chaperone both came together because mm. I had a chaperone called Sue who was lovely. So she'd take me when my parents couldn't take me there. And um, we did, the first scene I did was in Roy's Rolls and it was a scene where I've got like the origami and I did it with Shelley and Dan and a couple of other people. Mm. And it, it wasn't the first one on screen, it was the second scene I was in on screen but the first one I filmed. Yeah. And... I, I remember I wasn't nervous, which is weird because I'm a really nervous person. Mm. Like, I get all nervous, but I was just really excited and it was just really fun. I remember going back into school and people were like, oh, how was it? And I was like, it was so fun. And I was like, I can't wait to keep working here because it was a really lovely environment. So, yeah, yeah it was really good. But speaking of school, how, how did that kind of work with you working on Corrie and still carrying on your education at the same time? Well, I'm homeschooled now, so... That's not a problem anymore. Yeah. But um, when I was there, so there was a tutor on set called Terry, and he was wonderful. And basically, so we'd when you were there, you'd either have a half day or a full day. So a half day, you'd film for half a day, and then you'd go home and go to school. So on a school day, you'd just spend half the day at work and half the day at school. Mm. And so as long as you were at school for at least three hours, that was fine. Schooling was covered. And then if I had any catch-up work, I'd just do it as homework or I'd um, go in the library at lunch and do it then. Mm. But on a full day, um, we'd have to tutor for three hours while we were there. So we'd go to school and say, okay, 
these lessons are missing, what are you doing today? We'd get all the work from those lessons and then in tutoring we could do them mm. on set or whilst waiting to before we go into a scene or after or etc. So it worked out pretty good. <laughs> Would you say that your life was able to stay relatively normal or has it completely changed your life being in Corrie? Um, well, I've been acting since I was nine, so... Mm sort of it was it, I wouldn't say it particularly wasn't like normal I suppose but like mm. it was I don't know and um, but because when I before before I'd done Corey because I started filming in Easter and the previous October I'd done a film and I was out of school for a month and um, and then I went back to normal so I think I when I wasn't filming, yeah, my life was pretty normal, but I would still be like having sort of auditions and things. So I suppose acting kind of always was the normal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. have you been recognised more in the streets since being summer? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. I remember the first time I got recognised. It was so embarrassing because I'd been um, at sleepover and I have like when I wake up, I have like awful hair because. It, go, it goes from, like, curly to really frizzy. I look like an angry llama. And I had my pyjama bottoms on and I had a jumper on and these horrendous socks that didn't match. Yeah. And I was walking my friend's dog and we were just going to, like, um, a little corner shop and these two people were staring at me. And because I hadn't been recognised before, I thought they were just making fun of my outfit. Mm. So I just kind of stared at them back, <laughs> like, what are you looking at? Yeah. And then they came up to me and were like, excuse me, are you on Coronation Street? I was like, oh, yeah, um, sorry, I stared at you a bit funny. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's okay. And then I, I couldn't stop laughing. But, yeah, it was it was weird at first, but it's actually quite nice meeting people. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do, do they do the guys at Coronation Street prepare you for what it's going to be like? Um, not really. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I remember, like, some of the other kids would kind of tell me stories. Like, I remember Elle, who plays Amy, told me once that, like, she was walking down the street and this dog ran up to her and bit her. And the owner went, oh, my God, my dog's bitten a famous person. And she's like, your dog just bit me. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I think it was more sort of cast members would tell me sort of yeah. little stories and things. And I remember Dan told me, like, he was eating some chips and someone was trying to film him. And he went, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, if you want to film me, at least ask. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was mainly cast people who kind of gave me tips. <laughs> ah, cool. So, speaking of people of the cast, I'd be interested to know whether there's anybody that you've worked with on Coronation Street that you particularly looked up to or learned from while you've been there. Um, well, Victoria, who played Angie, Victoria is little angel. She was so, so sweet, and she was a wonderful person to work with. And, of course, Dan, mm. um, he played my dad, and I literally feel like I've known him forever. Yeah. And I remember Connor, who plays Pat Phelan, he's probably the nicest person I've ever met. He's great, and isn't he? He's so wonderful. And he taught me how to get in the zone. So <laughs> what he does is he, he gets his hands, like in a spider shape I suppose and he taps on his head and he'd be like oh yeah that's how I get into the zone and I started doing it but I have fingernails so I, it kind of hurt my head so I stopped <laughs> doing it <laughs> but he was always like it's okay and he'd be like if you need a breath take a breath like he'd always be like you need to be in control if you're not comfortable you say you're not comfortable like he was really great and I remember at the soap awards I was I was really really like boiling hot and I was I 
started getting a bit like anxious, I suppose. And he came up to me and he's like, are you okay? Just take a breath. He was very, very good guy, very mm. supportive. So I really looked up to him. Yeah, I, I remember uh, at the time wishing that um, Summer and, and Phelan had had more scenes together because the ones that you did were, were great. I remember there was one where, um, do you remember some dodgy guy was going to pick up Summer in a van and then Phelan yeah. comes along and... It's a shame that they didn't go down that route a little bit more with their relationship, I thought. Yeah, yeah, because he was just so much fun to be around and he was amazing to work with. I mean, mm. he was a wonderful actor. Um, so, yeah, 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 it was great. Cool. So what, what have been some of your favourite scenes to do on the show over the years? Well, I loved doing the party scenes because... Okay, I'm just going to say it. There was loads of food, and I literally got to eat all of it. <laughs> it was delicious. And there were, all the extras were there who were our age, and they are angels. I love them all. Mm. And there was this girl called Hannah, and I started calling her wifey. And we were like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get married. We were in a crazy mood that day. I remember I was like, I, I don't know what was up with me. I was all bouncy, and I was like, okay, I'm going to give everyone advice on their horoscopes. So I was telling everyone about their star signs. <laughs> And it was just really fun. But then the scenes came out really nice and we got to kind of dress up a little bit for that. So that was fun. And I liked in the Spice storyline where I was oh, yeah, you know, dying. That was really fun. Um, Did you find it was difficult to do uh, such a, you know, a hardcore story as that? Well, at first I was really nervous, but I don't know. Like, I feel like the more I sort of looked into it and read about it, um, and more it wasn't a lot of it was because kind of the pressure of... Because at that time, Billy and Todd had broken up temporarily mm. and um, her friends weren't being very nice to her and she's um, and she'd lost her dad. And I feel like a lot of that I could connect with because I did get bullied quite badly at school. Mm. And there were a lot of things, despite kind of doing the spice, what kind of led up to it I could connect with. So I, I wouldn't say I found it difficult, but it was definitely something I could connect with emotionally. Yeah, I see, I see. And and now it's over. You're moving on. So looking back on your time at Corrie, what what would you say that Summer has added to the show? What's what's the legacy that you're leaving? <laughs> oh my gosh, legacy. <laughs> um, I'd say she's probably quite a contrast to the other kids because a lot of the other kids tend to be a lot of the other sort of child characters. A lot of them are quite sort of. Some of them are quite rude. Some of them are quite arrogant. But I think. Out of all the characters, she's probably the most sensible and probably the kindest child um, because a lot of the time they'll sort of need a lot of these kids to be sort of overconfident so then for storylines they can get into sort of bad situations. For example, it's it's good to sometimes write the characters like that because they can end up with good storylines. But I suppose that was kind of also a problem with someone because she was so sweet and so sensible and... Um, a lot of the time she wouldn't really find herself in too much trouble because she was so sort of well-behaved, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So do, do you think that um, that Harriet is going to be trying to keep the same characteristics as in her interpretation as Summer? Yeah, I suppose so. I just, I really want her to make it her performance. So, I mean, of course she should take things that the character has already kind of um, sort of been given things I've added to it mm. but I just really want the character sh for her to kind of take ownership of the character and I don't want her to be sort of nervous or like oh my god it's massive shoes to fill because it's it's her now and it's sort of her opportunity and her chance yeah. 
to kind of make the character her own. And of course, don't completely rewrite the character as some like I don't know rapper or something. Um, but I want her to kind of give her ownness yeah. to it. If you could give her one piece of advice for taking over the role of Summer, what would it be? I think I'd say that she will know Summer better than the writers because sometimes writers will do a block of episodes and will sort of they'll write kind of episodes in blocks because it's not, there's not one specific writer, there's lots of different ones. Mm. And some writers will have never written for Summer. And sometimes they'll write a line that you might think, oh, well, they wouldn't say that and... Um, a lot of, and I've learned that from a lot of adults like um, Connor, Jack, P. Shepard and Dan, if they're reading scripts they'll say, well this character my character wouldn't say this but he'd say this because they're the ones who've played the characters that they, they, they play that character every day they know the character better than anybody else so what I'd say is that she should go with her gut and if she thinks someone wouldn't do a certain thing or say a certain thing she should say it because at the end of the day, it's her face on the screen and it's her other pe- like people who will talk about her and say, well, why did the character do this? And it's her face they're looking at. So I think it's important for her to take ownership of the character. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So you, you've got a job that you're moving on to now. I'm glad to hear. Are, are you allowed to say anything about that? Or is it still a bit hush-hush? I can. I've signed a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> so we just so, have to keep our eyes open for that. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. It's qu- it's quite big, yeah. Well, ah. quite, it's it's going to be good. I I hope. Do you want do you want to like flip between roles and try lots of different things, or are you hoping to get something else that's you know more long term, like Curry was? I I um, definitely want to do lots and lots of different characters. Um. I just, yeah, it's so fun, like, going from thing to thing, because on Sunday I'm going to fly out to, I don't know if I'm allowed to say where, um, well, okay, I'm flying out to South Africa on Sunday, wow. and then I'm there for most of, like, pretty much till the end of November filming, yeah. but today I had a self-tape to film, so pretty much straight after I can be lined up with another thing and another thing, so... Mm-hmm. I can play lots of different people. I think that'd be really exciting. Well, I'm sure that Curry fans will be keeping their eye on you. I think that you've got a really bright future, honestly, Matilda. Because I'm speaking personally, I've I've really really enjoyed you on Coronation Street. I'm gutted you're leaving, but I completely understand that you you want to move on, try different things, and I think you're going to do really really well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for uh, being our guest on the on the podcast today. It's been really really lovely speaking to you. You too. <laughs> cool. Well, I will. I will let you get off, and and good luck in South Africa. Well, I will keep our eyes open for you. Thank you. Okay. okay. Bye bye. Oh, how about that, Everett? Wasn't, wasn't she lovely? Wasn't she absolutely brilliant, Gemma? I love that interview. She is genuinely such a lovely, nice person. I know, and I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't surprised by it, but. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen Matilda you know, out of character before, doing interviews or anything like that. But she came across as such a natural, and she, she could really talk and talk and cool. talk. She did seem yeah. really relaxed, cool. She had anecdotes oh, great all stories. over the place. I, I just loved it. I, I don't know whether I've laughed so much in one of my interviews, just for the, the funny, silly stories we that have so been lucky told. With the people that we have on the show, there's loads of... Um, we've, well, you've interviewed loads of really, really lovely people... And Matilda Freeman's definitely one of one of our best ones. <laughs>
was there? She started a competition. I know. Who was our loveliest guest? I wish I had said that, but you know what I mean. She she was absolutely she was fab. She's, a, she's our youngest guest. We can definitely say that. Yeah. I, but although I'm a, to making her age, I'm really keen to see that film where she's banging her head against the table and cutting her face with a knife when she was nine. I, I need to go and look on her IMDb know, page yeah, so I can find out what that? that is and track that down. Sounds right up my street. <laughs> I know, and um, and and also the, what she was saying about um the the Stranger Things things which yes. she couldn't do. Can you imagine what her on that? She, I think she would have fit right in. But what I, was she um, auditioning for? Yes, what part was she auditioning for? We'll never know. We'll never I should know. Well, I could have asked her, I suppose. Um, <laughs> also wanted to ask her what film that she watched Saturday night, because well, it felt like she wanted to tell me, but then I've did, I didn't get a chance to ask again. But yeah, It's I, a lot more difficult I, than you think to do interviews. I know sometimes when you listen to an yeah, interview, you're like, the oh, they need to, they, or wouldn't they ask that or whatever, but... When you're actually doing it, it's really hard to keep track of what's going on and think yeah, about what you've got to say next. I know, but um, it, she was lovely. I, I enjoyed the stories about um, like who on the Corrie car she got on with, oh, yeah. like, like Connor, Connor McIntyre. Always, always nice to give him a name drop on this podcast. It's good to see that she recognised his um, his uh, well, nice to charm see that and he loveliness. Was, he was a supportive co-worker as well as lovely to all of the fans. Yes, and um, I did need to get in a mention of that particular scene with the van because, as long-term listeners of this podcast know, that's character, <laughs> character, of the week. The, character of the week for Gemma that week, yeah. the van man. Um, what else did we talk about? South Africa, eh? Yeah, heading out this weekend. I I can't even guess what she's doing there, but it's just like she sounded. She was trying to like hint that it was a pretty big, I know, exciting I'm really intrigued. Project. What could it be? <laughs> I'm really, really intrigued about yeah. that. I hope it's not long till we find out what it is that she's up to. And I, I'd, I'd definitely be interested in following her acting career, career yeah. as it goes further. Because honestly, she's I, got a bright future. I, I think, I think she oh, really, really, really has. I've, I've, I've thought, you know, since she started on Coronation Street, she has been one to watch, which is why I'm gutted that she's left. But I completely understand that she wants to oh, spread her wings. So sad that she didn't get to have a good, like a final scene or. No, I know. Oh, that was really sucked. I know. She couldn't have a good leaving party. She didn't even know that that was going to be her final scene. I no. don't. That was. Aww. Well, at least I'm, at least she's going to stay in touch it? with some of the Curry cast. Yeah. Alex Spain. Who'd have thought? Bessie Mates. Those two together. Yeah. Well, well, if you're listening, um, Matilda, let him know. He can come on our show. He can, he can go and have a chat on the Cor- yeah. Coronation Street podcast uh, if he yeah. wants to. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's about and it. Yeah, think, thank you to Matilda. Thank you to Matilda. And thank you so much to Matilda's mum as oh, well. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you to Matilda's mum, who I have been in contact with as well this week, he, helping he to arrange us. all this together. Yeah, she, she, it was all chaperoned and yes. above board and... and <laughs> stuff well no i just want people to know that yeah we wouldn't the way that it was handled was very good good so do i so do i so do i right i think we'd better stop our waffling Gemma, and uh, and finish this podcast um everybody don't forget to listen to our main podcast this week as well if this is the first one that you're listening to also released on the same day we have our thoughts about um this week's excellent Coronation Street. I, I, with Debbie Webster gets revealed as the villain, and, and we've got a special guest on that podcast as well, haven't we? Because we've got we Mark Llewellyn who's talking about that fantastic Coronation Street fan project. We're but gradually, that's, we're gradually that's farming else. this out to everybody else so that they can do a podcast for us. Yeah, that's our secret. <laughs> Yeah, Debbie's not the only undercover agent that we've got here. Right, <laughs> we're done. We are done. We're uh, done, right. Do message us uh, on Facebook or Twitter or uh, email or whatever if you want to get in touch with us. Yes. And um, and tell us what you thought of this interview. And, and, and don't forget... Stuff that Matilda was saying. We have a Patreon. 
And yes. if you're if you're a member of our Patreon, you can get early access to interviews just bought, like this. They, they, they have they been listening to this for a few days. Yeah, they knew already, and they didn't even tell you. Right, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Ta-ra for now. We'll be back next week with more podcasting goodness. Yeah. Or, or badness, I don't know. Badness. There'll be a podcast anyway. Yeah. Knows, not Goodbye. Okay, there will be a podcast Goodbye. at least of middling quality. Yeah, I think we can say yeah. that. Goodbye. The music for this episode came from podcast themes. <laughs> I can't go and speak. Episode came from podcastthemes.com. Mm-hmm.